from hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels. WestCoastTraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com. So we're back at Rami Film Studio to record another episode of Haven's podcast, Measure Twice, Cut Once. Hey, Mike, how are you? Not bad, Jennifer Lee. How the heck are you today? I'm doing great as always every time I see you. And of course, we've got another amazing Haven member that we love to interview. And he was here recently with Brian Baumler. It is Graham Huguet from My House Design Team. Hey, welcome back. Good friend of Measure Twice Cut Once and uh, love chatting with you. And you brought some people with you today as well. That's kind of exciting. Great to see you. Great to be here. And yes, we're so excited. We're getting to share uh, some of our great clients. Uh, this is Jane and Paul Chu. And, uh, you know, they've been involved with us for the last several years as we have rebuilt their home uh, to accomplish their goals. And we're really blessed. They've, they've even not only have a wonderful home to live in, but it's an award-winning home. In fact, it's won awards not only locally, uh, it's been nominated provincially, but it's also won nationally. So really excited. Hey, hey, Steve. Oh, hey, this is, this is Steve Benet, and hey, he's uh, the we just got construction the manager here. We just got awards here. Oh, wow, oh, that's nice. super. Nice. Oh, those are pretty. Oh, oh Jane, I'm super so happy. Hey. It's good to see you guys again. Same here, like same here. to work on your house. Oh, It was awesome. You. I enjoyed every bit of it. Well, Sam, yeah, thanks for helping, yeah. guys. Well, thanks yeah. for bringing those by. That's yeah. super. Thank you so much. You know, and, and you, you haven't had a chance to see any of these awards. I know mm -hmm. that the awards took place recently. Um, you weren't able to be there, but we're just so excited. These are yours for your mantle mm -hmm. or wherever you've got a niche. Uh, and uh, and I put in front of us here, I put also the national awards as well. And uh, so we've got the local uh, Vancouver Home Builders Association, Haven, um, and the national awards. So congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, congratulations to all of you. And it's really exciting because season six of Measure Twice Cut Ones, the podcast from Haven is all about award-winning projects, award-winning designs. And so when we talk about this, we don't usually get to see them in the studio here. These are gorgeous awards. They're very coveted and they're very, very hard to win. There's so many houses built in the lower mainland and so few people nominated and win. So congratulations to all of you. What an immense recognition and well-deserved. And yeah, we never know who's going to ever stop by the uh, Rami Film Studio when we're doing this podcast. So it was kind of fun to have him stop by and give you the awards, which like we said, congratulations. They are a big deal. So hopefully you have a spot already picked out in your home that you can display them for all your friends to be jealous. Yeah, it's good. One for each, you know, one <laughs> set for each. <laughs> so you don't have to share, right? Yeah, we don't have to share. We don't have to fight over it. No. And you guys are so cute. I love your color scheme going on right now. You guys are matching. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So let's start at the beginning because we always love to get to know people. So we'll do a little bit reverse first. We'll uh, say hi to the Chews and tell us why did you want to build your house and, and how did you end up finding Graham? Well, uh, we're both retired within a year or two of each other. And then um, I always thought that uh, we'll live in the house forever, but the neighborhood changes and our house is sold. And at that time, we're, we're probably young at heart and we don't feel we want to move to a condo. 
And Paul said, we should just find another house. And we definitely wanted sort of like a bungalow. We don't want to manage three flights of stairs. And many of the new homes are. And so we don't want a lot of um, extra spaces. We've never rented out our homes ever. So uh, one day I was asked to visit an elderly person um, at West Point Gray area. And I got there and she opened the door and I thought, wow, I was blown away. It was so upscale, so stylish. There's induction range and a coffee bar. And I've never seen this in any um, Asian homes actually. And so she took us downstairs to where she lives and everything was designed in details for the elderly person. The, the, uh, the doors are wider in case there's a need for wheelchair. Um, the shower uh, floor was seamless. Um, even at the corner, they set a fireplace for her, just a little one, but it was so cozy. And I thought whoever went through this design for one single elderly person is the builder that we should contact. That's how we contacted my house build design. And that's a great story. I love that. And I can't wait to talk more to you about your project. But Graham, I know we've talked to you a bunch of times on this podcast, but for the listeners that don't know you yet, can you give us a little synopsis about my house design build team and like your life journey? I know just a quick one. <laughs> Real quick. Well, um, my background's in design uh, for theater and television. Mm -hmm. And then I got involved in building science um, and understanding house as a system and, uh, and got involved in the glass industry and in residential glass and commercial glass and just understanding that. And then I, I carried my design background into the residential renovations and then later on new construction. And then since then became certified as a, uh, as a certified Canadian home builder, as well as renovator and master builder. So it's been a journey for myself, but also, I learned along the way that, you know, it comes down to the people that you're working with. And so I made an early decision that I needed to find people that would go on this journey with me. And I, I've always been the mindset that, you know, you surround yourself with people who know far more than you and it makes you look good. And truly, we have surrounded ourselves with great people. And along the way, we've added people to our team and I have people that have been with me more than 25 years. In fact, Steve's been with me 25 years. Um, I have people with me, of course, 10 years or 20 years, 15 years, five years, and we've got a great assembly. And again, along the way, I came to a conclusion that um, I had been a designer and worked with builders. I'd been a builder who worked with designers, and I made an early decision that the design build model of having an in-house team of architecture, interior design, landscape, mechanical design, all in-house with our build team would give the best uh, cohesive plan and the best end results to a homeowner. And so we've developed that over the years. And uh, Paul and Jane's home is just an example of a team effort. So Graham, you are very much a leader in the greener building space and a pioneer in that regard. What, first of all, made you want to jump into that space? And two, how does this, this home fit into that uh, mantra of how you do business and how you build homes? Well, you know, the idea of Built Green, which is actually a certification here in Canada, um, that's something I've been part of for 20 years. 
and building science is the background to built green thought process. And in the early years, new builders would build homes called R2000 homes. So I understood that program. In renovations, it really uh, was facilitated by a lot of the utility companies who would offer rebates and grants much like they do today. Um, and there were a lot of programs out there. And so I'd familiarize myself with those and then familiarize my clients with what those programs were that would allow them to get some sort of a, a kickback or a rebate or, or an incentive to do better energy efficient work on their home. And then over the years, our industry really has caught up to where we as a company and myself in our own philosophy has been over the last 20, 15 and 10 years. And so now our building code and just all of what we're doing here in both Vancouver, in British Columbia, and then Canada as a whole, um, you know, really it's it's catching up to what we've already been doing and what we've been sort of preaching, if you will. And so when it comes to doing a home, it's been second nature to us just to talk about these things as we go along. Programs such as Net Zero, certification, built green certification, um, in the new home market, passive home certification, these certification programs, they've also come along. And as they have, I try and educate clients on what's available. And that was part of our discussion with the choose as well. And that's what I kind of want to know, because sometimes we don't get to ask the homeowners this, but obviously with all these terms being thrown out there on TV and stuff like passive homes, net zero, built green, was that something that you guys even entertained when you were thinking about building your home or were you just like, oh no, we want to get something brand new for ourselves? Yeah, I used to work in the uh, consultancy business as an electrical consultant and our firm uh, was heavily involved with green buildings. So I have some idea what, you know, Graham is, you know, talking about. And uh, we always, if we have a chance to rent away a house, we would like to, you know, uh, be able to do that. And one of the barricades we are facing is because the payback period is actually not very good in most cases. But then, you know, Graham come along and he introduced us into rebate programs. And on top of that, he even, you know, uh, match the incentives that the government is giving us so that make it more feasible for us to consider that. And we just went ahead with it. That's great, because I always curious to know, like, what do the homeowners know about this? Like, obviously, the builder is the wealth of knowledge and they can help you. But I'm loving to hear and we've heard this a few times on this podcast that a lot of the homeowners too were aware of it. It was kind of their initiative to sit down with a builder that was passionate about that, too. Yeah, and uh, we just received, I just received my busy hydro bill. Oh, um, it, did you faint or was it good? <laughs> it was just great, you know, oh, right? You know, you know, because, you know, we are, gener we, we, we are generating 2,500 kilowatt hour and we are using only 250. So, you know, we, we, we are actually, you know, getting money back from busy hydro for the system that we installed. So you're very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's great to hear. Yeah. I, I'm I'm hearing that for the first time right now too. So yeah. that's super. I mean, obviously I just got I, it yesterday. You know, the idea of net zero is what you consume, you can recreate through, in their case, through solar um, and, and be zero. So you're on the plus side on that side. That's great. This is an important conversation because there's going to be a lot of people who are listening to this and watching this now who are thinking, okay, I want to build a house or I want to renovate a house. 
can I afford to do to that level I want? And you've just answered the question. Not only are there great rebates out there, and if you're working with the right builder, they'll help you unlock those rebates. But if you design it and engineer it properly, it'll actually pay you, which is not something that could be said about construction in Vancouver very, very often. Um, I actually have one question. When you guys began this project, any of the projects that are up for awards in 22, 23, and 21 were during a very difficult time. There may have been some sort of pandemic where we had to wear masks for a while. When did you guys start working on this project? And were there any challenges post uh, or pre-COVID that, you know, factored into getting this project done? Well, you know, uh, you mentioned, first of all, design. Uh, the whole idea of a holistic renovation or new home, uh, a certified home, has to be started in the design phase. Um, you, you can't just approach that at the end and say, I'm going to apply for some rebates. Um, so we started in design pre-COVID, but we were in construction or starting construction as, as the global pandemic and the changes in our world started to take place in 2020. And so it definitely impacted um, by just the fact that we had rules in place through uh, BC Health, through uh, WorkSafe in terms of what we were all at the time just learning how to get through. The good news is we were deemed essential services. So we were able to continue to do the work. Um, and that, that was great, but we weren't able to continue at the same pace. You couldn't have the same number of workers working side by side at the time. So the project definitely took longer than it should have for that very reason. Slower yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then ab obtaining materials because the factories were shut down, the suppliers were shut down. So you could have workers on site, but no materials. So A lot of builders struggled during that absolutely. time. And the ones who were able to execute successfully, the ones like yourself, who had a lot of really good processes and planning mechanisms in place to deal with things. And, and that just, once again, validates why you want to work with the right people in this industry. It's a lot of money to get a project done properly. You want to work with people who can do it properly. And when sometimes you have to Sometimes you have to zig, sometimes you have to zag, and people like yourself know how to get it done. And so during those circumstances, and you know what, we all, as an industry and homeowners, went through a big learning curve. And there's a lot of takeaways over the last several years. Um, but in the end, like you said, we we got through it, and we got through it together. And uh, um, Paul and Jane were definitely gracious in understanding what was going on as best as anybody could. But it comes out of communication too. And again, we repeat this a lot on this podcast, but when you have the right builder that can communicate with the homeowners, then when there is a bit of like a hiccup and stuff, which happens, like it's Every building, we can't control it. It's better to have that communication. And then that way, maybe you're not like so angry if something happens, but we're more angry if like people don't tell us and don't communicate, right? Absolutely. Hey, and speaking of communication, we should take just a couple of moments to communicate our, our gratitude to our amazing sponsors and podcast partners. So we're going to take just a, just a few minutes break. We'll be right back. And then we're going to dig into some of the elements of this home and how you made it all work. Measure Twice, Cut Once is grateful to our podcast partners, Fortis BC, Vico Stone Canada, Inc., and Trail Appliances. Support from our partners helps us share expert knowledge and resources with families looking to build, design, and renovate the home right for you. Vico Stone is renowned for providing exquisite quartz slabs, ideal for both kitchen countertops and vanities. Their extensive range caters to diverse preferences, offering everything from the versatile builder collection to the opulent and luxurious designs. Established as a reliable and preferred choice in the industry, they have earned the trust and admiration of local stone fabricators and interior designers. 
Trail Appliances makes everyday life better with the best solution in Western Canada. Hassle-free delivery and a price match guarantee, so you'll always get the best deal. Trail Appliances, make sure you'll love buying an appliance as much as you love using it. And we all need reliable and efficient equipment for better comfort, health, and safety of our homes. Whether you want to adopt some energy-saving habits or take on major energy efficiency upgrades, no matter what your budget, Fortis BC can help you save energy. Be sure to visit FortisBC.com slash rebates where you can also find amazing tips on low and no cost ways to save energy plus buying advice for energy efficient products welcome back um so we got into some of the base details of how we came about with this project now i want to talk about the project itself we could spend time talking about sustainability and we will we could spend time talking about how beautiful it is and we will but really what i want to talk about and this is such an important conversation for everybody regardless of what home you live in is indoor air quality and the holistic health of the home. So uh, we had talked, uh, Jane, you had some breathing issues, correct? Yes, I do. And what happened when you moved into a different home? Well, we've always lived in older homes, like maybe 30 years old and uh, 40 years old, and, and the air quality is really bad. So we have machines stationed everywhere, like air filtering machines, humidifier, um, and it's always drafty and I'm always cold. So I have these 100% wool turtleneck sweaters all year round. I've never worn a t-shirt in my house ever. Um, I just feel cold all the time. Um, I don't feel well with um, a bit of asthma as well. So um, after moving to this new home that we have, um, it's wonderful. I start wearing t-shirts and, and uh, didn't realize how comfortable that is and, and got away with um, wearing sweaters all year round. The air is cleaner. I breathe easier. It's really much better for my health. And Graham, can you talk about why that air is cleaner? Because that's not an accident, right? They talk about indoor air quality and what you did on this project to make sure that they had a sustainable home, but also a very breathable and comfortable, healthy home. Well, first in the construction phase, what you don't see behind the drywall is making sure that we've eliminated anything like, um, uh, in this particular case, hazmat materials like asbestos was removed from the house, mold was removed from the house. So getting down to eliminating those types of things from wood rot and so forth, that's the first part. Uh, the second part is consulting with a homeowner on types of materials that you use, materials that don't have off-gassing mm -hmm. and uh, products that are uh, certified built green and discussing what the pros and cons of different, both in construction materials and finishing materials. And then lastly, making sure that your mechanical system is actually designed with not just the right uh, equipment, but also the right ducting and then the right filtration system. So we've utilized, uh, we, we're a hundred percent electric on this home in terms of its uh, heating and cooling capabilities. And then that's backed up through solar um, and renewable energy. Um, but we also have filtration systems. So we have an HRV system that brings fresh air in. In fact, I call it a fresh air machine, uh, brings fresh air into the living spaces, the living rooms, the bedrooms, and then it gets rid of the moist, stale air out of the home. And then we also have an ultraviolet light uh, and HEPA filter system on that air as it's moving through the home. So um, 
I believe it creates when all the windows and doors are shut, it creates as good an environment or better of a good hospital. And I say that because we've done this for many homeowners and, and, and the paraphrase of when the doors and windows are shut, because then, you know, you still have things like pollen and so forth coming into your home, but the filtration is very quick in turnover. So even when doors and windows are, over, are open, uh, your air quality is super great. Yeah. And I just love how you experience that and that you feel good in your home every single day. And I heard too, we were discussing a little bit before that your kids enjoy your house too, when uh, it's either too hot outside or too cold. Can you explain a little bit of why they want to come over? Well, I guess that's life. They don't have air conditioning or good quality air. So they come home to the parents and in the um, heat of uh, summer and it's really hot outside and they all want to come home and, and vegetate around us and, and even spend the night because it's cool and, and comfortable. Yeah. yeah, are they going to leave though? Well, we, we uh, make sure they do. <laughs> Jane, I have a quick question for you. Um, when people have breathing issues, sometimes sleep is an issue as well. Did you have trouble sleeping before you moved into this house? And I'd be just curious if your sleep quality has improved with a more healthy home. Yes, um, we wake up really early for badminton. So if you don't sleep well, then you don't want to wake up. And we play with the seniors and at seniors play at 8 a.m. in the morning. So you better had a good night's sleep. <laughs> so um, it certainly helped a lot. Uh, before you wake up and you wake up actually coughing a bit and then you actually sneeze uh, in the middle of the night as you're sleeping. It's amazing how you sort of adapt and cope with things that you thought is normal until that actually abnormalcy um, is now reverted to a, a good night's sleep. And for all your friends that are thinking out there or listeners, like what you said a lot of great points already, but if you could sell it to them, what would you say to somebody about getting a home like yours? Well, I would say that um, you don't want to travel anymore. Why would you deal with the airport and, and loss of luggage? You just want to stay close to your home. You want to stay inside your home. Uh, you love it so much that um, you're enjoying every moment of it. And you feel good. Yes. What I really like about this project is when you look at it from the outside and the inside, it looks like a brand new home. It really doesn't look like a renovation at all. Um, and that actually had some really neat implications because, okay, if I renovate my home, I might have some fallback with the builder, but there's really no mechanism for me if something goes sideways. Not that it will when you're working with the right builder, but you still want that peace of mind. Graham, can you talk about what you were able to do in terms of how you renovated this home to give some really great peace of mind and some, some advantages as far as resale value of the home as well? You know, when you're looking at renovations, most people or any home, new home, people always walk in at the end. They always walk into what the finished is and uh, look at how most people buy a house. You know, they walk with a realtor into the house. They look at the kitchen. They look at the bathroom. They look at the paint color and they go, I like that or I don't like that. And that's typically what people look at in a home. So I think by presenting, taking this house apart and back to studs, if you will, so that we could build it up from that point um, and being able to show 
that the construction behind the drywall, behind the finishes was done properly and was not just brought up to current code, but beyond current code and actually reaches step five of the current building code. Um, and the, and then talking about the high performance aspect of the home as we went along. And then of course, as you visited the home, uh, you were able to see those things in their ongoing process. I think that's where for, at least for Paul, I'm sure, um, that's what he became more confident in as he saw things being put back together as they were being formed. Um, we did not add to this house. There's no additional added space, but we recreated space. We moved rooms around. We created vaulted ceilings where there weren't vaulted ceilings. There was only eight, eight foot high traditional height ceilings. And we were able to create uh, large open spaces. We were able to add more light in windows in skylights and still maintaining that high performance. So I think as we presented those visual elements in the beginning in design, in pictorial format, then as they started to see them actually materialize, then that gave more confidence. I think that's that's how I perceived our relationship as it went along. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because uh, we like uh, <clears throat> having a bungalow building and they're, they are, they're not very readily available in Vancouver because it's not very efficient as a building, you know. So we're able to find a house that is a bungalow building. It is older, so we have to do the re re renovation, you know. And uh, we think we make the right decision because, you know, otherwise it will be torn down for sure. And then a new house will go there, you know. And uh, they're actually quite a bit of a, quite a feel houses similar to ours in that particular area, and I'm sure they'll be gone, but we're able to retain this particular house. Like you said, you know, the exterior and everything has been upgraded, but it's still, you know, have uh, its own character. You guys seem so patient too, which is like a dream for a builder, because like, as Graham said, Obviously, you're constantly working every single day on the renovation, but there's different parts that you can't necessarily see. So it looks like the builder's doing nothing, but they're doing like all the guts and the important stuff of the house. And then all of a sudden, all the fun stuff starts happening, like the cabinets and all the design elements. And going to that point, you guys are a couple. So usually couples not always have similar tastes. Did you guys have any arguments over or do you guys like everything the same? Well. I think it's um it's that trust that we have in in the whole build builder uh, team. Uh, Paul has a background in engineering, so um, he was poring over those blueprints all the time. And I teased him about, you just want this renovation because it's an extension of your work life after you retire. You just can't get over that you retired. And I totally trust him with that. Um, he's very good with finance. So he's using a ruler and going through every line as the uh, log sheet from the accounting department comes through. And they're very transparent and open about uh, the cost of things, invoices and, and receipts and so on. So that really helped ease his mind. And because we retired, he's constantly visiting the, the site so he's discussing things with the site manager, uh, the foreman, and they discuss things and may make little changes right on the spots and like the color of the stain and things like that. So he feels very comfortable with the whole process. 
And um, I'm more people person. So I brought them lunches that makes all the people happy. I put Bailey in their coffee. Oh, and wow. So they show up. Right? Did anyone want to come cut your grass this weekend? <laughs> so that works out. Uh, overall, it's just a very uh, happy um, work process for us. It sounds like a great work process, but was there anything in your house that you and Paul didn't agree on style-wise? Or like what you, maybe something you wanted in the house that Paul didn't want in the house? Well, the good thing is um, I worked in the hospital before I retired. I have never had time to watch a lot of dream home makeover. I have no design background whatsoever. Uh, and I'm very easygoing when it comes to that. I, I really know when you put together a beautiful uh, environment, I, I really appreciate that. Um, but I don't have a lot of strong ideas that it must be that way. It must be like the Joneses. And, and so I have no need to keep up with the Joneses. So, so that way I'm, I'm, I'm very easy, right? You're the decorator. But once people see this house, the Joneses are going to want to keep up with the shoes. It's that nice. So. I want to hear Paul's opinion now. Is well, she easy? The, no, no. The, 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 only, the only thing that we have a different idea is that the canopy over the patio, right? Uh, initially, I was thinking about we should have a canopy over the uh, patio so that we can use it almost a year-round thing, you know? But then she figured that... Uh, even with a glass top, it's very hard to keep clean because, and so that's the only one that I decide, sure, fine, you know, let's not do it. <laughs> yeah, otherwise everything is fine, yeah. You know, Jane, one thing you said that really made me uh, laugh is you said, I hadn't watched a lot of those home design shows. I hadn't watched a lot of those shows. And I think, I can't speak for the building community, but I think that one of the challenges we face is everybody's now an expert, right? And they've watched all these shows and they don't have realistic expectations. So it must have been really nice for you to work with somebody who didn't think the project could be done in a weekend and, you know, the budgets are realistic and things like that, which is really, really nice to hear as well. Well, yeah. And also, I think that in conversations, um, as plans or ideas and pictures were put in front of you and selections of materials when our designer architecture were working with you maybe you had some doubts that they were they actually things you were going to like i think there were some doubts or but you put trust you said and uh, and then so maybe you can talk about that does the you know working with a design team them presenting ideas and then you accepting those ideas um, how did that go for you? We're so ignorant when it comes to design. So when the designer suggested this huge light in the living room, I've never seen a light so huge on drawing on paper. I said, can we just buy the middle part of it? Like, I, would I stand up and knock my head on this big light? And she said, just trust me, it would look really good with your vaulted ceiling. And so by then, you, we just trust her 100%. And we go, oh, okay, all right. And then later, we watch those shows. And I said, Paul, we have the same light as at LA Hollywood, $20 million home. Right? <laughs> or or um, we have beautiful, huge um, insulated windows, right, um, in the living room. And um, they said, I think it would look really nice if you just add curtains to it. I said, curtains? Curtains are what I have in mind from my parents' generation where you 
pull a huge curtain uh, and they meet in the middle. I said, why would I put a curtain around beautiful glass? And she said, no, no, they're not real curtains. They're called window dressing. <laughs> I go, oh, I've never heard of those terms. And then I have to trust her as to how it would look. And it really did. It looked more classy. It looked more comfortable after she put in these curtains that cannot be moved. <laughs> <laughs> One of the conversations that we've been having more and more, not just here, but in general, has to do with aging in place. And, and you said it best. You didn't want to live in a condo. You didn't want to downgrade your lifestyle. Um, preparing a home for aging in place doesn't require a lot, but it requires some specific consideration and knowledge. Graham, what can you tell us about how to prepare or plan for a similar situation where people want to stay where they're at? maintain their independence, but they also want to have flexibility for the future. How do we go about figuring that out? Well, first, make sure that you're working with a designer who is actually certified in that area, that they have um, education and certification in access. Um, whether you use the term aging in place, access is what we use, because that can be for any age and lots of different challenges that families, that individuals face. And so when you're working with a designer, they're helping you think through the options that are available to you. They're thinking of the options that you need to consider either for now or for down the road, whether that's putting things in place like grab bars and so forth like that now, or you're preparing so that you can add those features later on. Um, even in other homes, we talk about multi-level homes or, or two-story, three-story homes. Um, thinking through, would that have an elevator in the future or a lift and different things like that? access in showers, wider hallways, wider doorways. All of those things are starting from the design phase and then being willing to listen for those things later on. I mean, it, it, access is for anybody at any age. It could be a young child. It can be any person. And uh, just talking through from design forward is the most important thing. This has been absolutely an amazing conversation uh so many great areas we've touched on sustainability aging in place uh, you know environmental awareness and management and personal choices and i would love to keep talking because this is really exciting but we do have to wrap it up but before we do i want to quickly review one really big lesson that i took from all of this having listened to this conversation that is during COVID and post-covid management there was a lot of challenges. We, we all know the challenges and the solution was pre-planning with an experienced builder and their team, which helped deal with all the issues during COVID and had planned enough hours to mitigate any of the things that happened during COVID as well. And that had a huge impact on both the timing of the project and the budget of the project. So hats off to everyone and you and your team for making this happen during a very difficult time and hats off to you guys for giving them the trust to do what they do best to create these amazing results. It's really a beautiful home and it's something you guys should be proud of, incredibly proud of and enjoy living there for many, many years. Good Thank job. you. Yes, good job. That was a great yeah. collaboration. We enjoy working with you so Thank much. You. It was a pleasure. And every time we dialogue, that's been great. It's like us coming home too, so. Yeah. No, it's been really great, and we really appreciate all of you coming here today to share your stories, your background, your philosophies, and to get to know you a little bit better as well. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. 
And just before we go, like, and Mike said, we could talk to you forever. I feel like you're the loveliest couple we've ever had on here. So, and I want to, I want to have like wine with Jean. I feel like she'd give me a lot of dirt by Paul, but (laughs) (laughs) tell us the real process of the house, Jean. Um, anyways, I know you guys have given us so much information, but before we go, uh, can each of you give one small tip? So from the builder's perspective for you, Graham, and then one tip each, not a shared tip of what you would advise somebody thinking about building a home. Like any of your friends or anything like that? I think, you know, they should uh, shop around and really, you know, uh, for a good builder, especially with renovations, because there are so many things could happen in renovations, so many unknowns. So you have to find a good contractor who is able to help you that you can trust. And then because most as a client, we don't mind paying the money but we just want to make sure it is worth paying for. So it's very important for us to find a good people that we can trust. I find that um, communication is really important. You have to talk to people, you have to be transparent, um, and then you have to show them that uh, proper respect and also believe in that they are ethical and that they are um, um, reputable. And so you go about it in this peace of mind, not nitpicking negative things or having overthinking negative thoughts, but always believing in the best in people. Um, when you do hire someone, know that they're regular people just like you, and they go home to a family uh, at the end of the night. And, you know, Jane treated our our staff really well, well, both of you, you know, in terms of the coffee. And I didn't learn about the Bailey's, the Bailey's until, I, like... I didn't learn about that till the end of the project actually. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, but that's part of hospitality and, and just being, you know, bringing these people into your home, no matter what size project you're working on and treating them with respect, like Jane said, I think that's huge. And if you wanna see a tour of this, this home, you can go onto our website, myhousedesignbuild.com and look under feature videos and you can find this home uh and so you can see what we've been talking about and congratulations again i just want to mention what you won for two wins for best character home renovation and best new or renovated space for the modern cottage and again if you're watching this from video you can see the beautiful wards here on our table and uh, do you guys have an idea where you're going to stick them up when you get them home well we'll find a prominent place to put it on there we go. He also there. received a national award for best net zero renovated or new home. And they are the first home to be a platinum built green plus net zero home in all of British Columbia. And uh, that was a new program that they introduced uh, for renovated homes. And they were the first in all of BC. And I want to congratulate you one more time, Graham, because you also got residential renovator of the year too. So big congrats. Yeah, great work as always. Great team. Before we go, there's one more thing we have to talk about, and it's pretty important. When you work with a great company and you have great results and you come home to your beautiful house and you walk through your house in your backyard, it definitely needs a barbecue. 
And we have an opportunity for you, if you're listening or watching this episode, to win a barbecue and not just any barbecue. It's a Napoleon Prestige P500 stainless natural gas barbecue valued at almost $1,500. And it's compliments of our fantastic podcast partner, Fortis BC. And if you would like to win this barbecue, all you have to do is go to haven.ca slash measure twice, cut once, and this barbecue could be in your backyard this summer. And Mike will come and throw you a party with ribs, and Jane will bring the Baileys and coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. (laughs) Now we're talking. And for notes and links to everything mentioned on today's episode, including resources shared by Graham, and of course you can see the lovely Chew House, the award winner, go to haven.ca slash measure twice, cut once. Thank you to Trail Appliances, Fortis BC, Beco Stone Canada, and Ramey Films, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.